The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 100th episode of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I am Joel Mahalik, and across the room from me is the absolutely sexy, lovely Sharon. That is me. Show 100. Show 100. Show 100. That is balls. And before you might be out there listening to the podcast thinking, man, I've waited all this time for show 100, there's really nothing exciting going on here <laughs> on the show this week. It's you show know, 100. It's a milestone, but it's not like we're going to do I like... I wanted to have all the bells and whistles. Yeah. And by bells and whistles, I mean true bells and whistles. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. It, I'm all out of bells I and wanted, I can't whistle. No, no, no. I wanted to do it. So, therefore, I should have been more prepared. Literally, you were supposed to bake a cake or cupcakes. Yes. So we could take a picture of that. It's something like yeah. 100 or whatever. Yeah. And then we could eat them on the show. That would have been the highlight reel of show 100. Us eating junk food. <laughs> right. While you listen to us chew <laughs> like cows. Right. No. No. So, anyway. I did not do that. It is show 100, so it is a milestone, right? It's a milestone yeah. for you know uh, many people. Thank you for joining us. Here's how you get a hold of us. We are at www.jmtalk.net. That's where you go on the website, on the World Wide Web, where you can listen to us live, subscribe to the podcast, and you really should subscribe to the podcast. We're fun. Yeah. We're fun. So We do, think we're fun, so... Right? So do it or else. It is. Do it or else. <gasps> no, don't say that. <laughs> also, we're on social media all over the place. Facebook and, uh, wait a minute, Facebook and TikTok. TikTok. Right. Well, actually, actually, probably. We're, we're, You're on TikTok. We're on TikTok. Okay, but. I'll get back to that in a second. Does this, which one sounds better, Sharon? Facebook what? and TikTok at JM Talk or TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk? TikTok and Facebook. Yep. Okay. So TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk and on tw- uh, Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> it is JM Talk Radio. We shouldn't have two different ones, but, you know, somebody stole the JM Talk stuff before we arrived at Twitter and Instagram. And then I went what? there. I went to that user on both of them. And I'm like, can you please and? let us have it? No, I didn't say that, but I just oh. wanted to see what the content looked like. And I'm like, okay, you're really not doing anything with it. Right. Uh, so, so you should just it give it up. To us. Right. So there are the various ways. There are the various ways you can get a hold of us. Also, email us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So, um, but yeah, TikTok. I think we should hear from people on Facebook, on the Facebook page of Jam Talk. If you should get involved with these videos. If I should get involved? Yeah, because... So there's five or six videos up. The first two videos were just stupid. I was actually just testing it to see, hey, what what does this thing even do? (laughs) 
And then Let like, me, all and right, then guys. the last, and then the last three were kind of like I was doing some stuff, some old dad jokes, some content type stuff. And okay. then I got a couple other things in my head that I want us to do. Okay, so um, in case people out there you haven't heard, I was obsessed and still am with TikTok. Right. I'm going to keep shedding Mr. clothes over here. Mr. Huh? I'm going to keep shedding clothes over here. Oh, wow. All so, right. So humid in the studio. Okay. Keep it going, baby. <laughs> anyway. Back to your story. So, um, what was I saying? Oh. About you being obsessed yeah, with TikTok. Right? And you were like, yeah, I downloaded it. And I was like, nah. So I let it, you know, I got rid of it. I was like, oh my God, I love TikTok, right? So you re-downloaded it. Yes. And now you're as obsessed as I am with TikTok. I wouldn't say obsessed. (coughs) Mildly upset when I don't have, you know, a data connection, so I can't get caught up on it. it. And and we're building content, which is important for the people out there. Right. Oh, I better be careful with the mouse. I'm liable to turn the recording off. That would not be good. It would not be good. No. So, anyway, there's a rumor going around that the United States is going to ban TikTok. I would chalk that up as a rumor, period. Why? I mean, what have you heard? No, um, a lot of people on TikTok very upset that the United States is considering banning TikTok. If I may. If, okay. I, if I may, if I may offer Please some hope, I want to offer some hope. Okay. By offering advice, as with Facebook, please stop getting your news reports from TikTok. What? <laughs> well, because I look, don't understand what you're saying to me. <laughs> it, it it's like the people that get their news from YouTube videos and Facebook videos. Look. You know, if it's on the internet, it's true, <laughs> right? You so I don't understand what you're saying to me. You can't put much credence into, you know, things, and, and because listen, the first day the, when I came back to TikTok, the first day I was on TikTok, I found two hacks that they were shelling out that don't even work. So if someone on TikTok is saying that, oh my goodness, right? The, I tried that one hack. And it didn't work. Yeah, so people on TikTok saying the that the Amazon US one is gonna Yeah, here ban I TikTok. work for Amazon. Here's my Amazon employee number <laughs> and you can get my discount. And right after you get his discount you can buy some motion from property from him in Arizona. Right. So I I heard nothing official like that. Just like, you know, there was a bunch of rumors on social media about how uh, President Trump was going to shut down uh, Twitter, or Twitter was going to shut him down. And, and of course, as you can see, it did not happen. Right. You know, uh, as, much as, as much as people complain about some of the things they say or do on these social media platforms gets taken down, and they complain, oh, you're violating my First Amendment rights, you have to remember that somebody owns each of these social media things, Right. Yeah. Somebody owns it. It's right. not... Uh, these social media outlets are not pursuant to the United States Constitution. So, therefore, if Mark Zuckerberg wants to take something down that you said, there's nothing really wrong with that. He's not infringing on your 
write the free speech. It's his platform. Right. It's not like if you go out in the middle of the street and you exercise your right to free speech, that's different. But on his network or TikTok's network and blah, blah. But so in kind, I guess what I'm trying to say and go in a roundabout way. Like, for The real. United States can't shut down a social media. I mean, I, sure they could by well. using cyber, like cyber warfare tactics. But I don't think they can cease and desist. Without good cause and reason. Well, I sure hope not. Because the the courts, the United States court system, the judicial system, has to support and defend the Constitution. So if the government shut down, say, TikTok, TikTok is well within their means to sue the, the United States in court, and they would probably Except win. Except that the United States is, from what I understand, the United States is... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't sue the United States. They're protected. There you go. But you... Well, I, I, I would disagree. You, you cannot sue you, the government. You okay, cannot... Not, right, not sue, but you have to be able to litigate if they violate your civil rights. Right. You have to be able to litigate. Yes, but so whether it's called suing them or just taking or them to court or whatever, right. Right. you have to be able to. And you know, and, and the courts, unless there's something egregious, the courts have to side with your constitutional rights. Exactly. You know, that's one of the things that, and we, we just got past this 4th of July holiday, Independence Day. And a, right. So allow me for a minute. Oh, my God. Again? That's one of the great things about this country. Okay, is that we do have a Bill of Rights and Constitution. And no matter how much you read on social media or YouTube, which is social media, and believe it and buy into it and all the conspiracy okay. theorists, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying oh, you, I'm saying going. in general. You have to remember that we do have these fundam- fundamental uh, rights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you're protected on it. That's just like, you know... When someone gets pulled over and they get a speeding ticket, if you don't agree with it, you can go to court and argue with the officer. Okay. You have these rights. Okay, yes. So, the only thing I want to know is this. If I were to make an ice cream sundae, would I then use caramel and chocolate or caramel and strawberry? I don't know. Either way is really good, but that's irrelevant here. Well, that's... <laughs> I'm trying to change the subject. Okay. But I, 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 have, I have one more thing. Oh, my God. I, I have one more thing. <laughs> no, seriously. You're going to like this. Oh, okay. He, right. Here's the thing. Why we're on the subject of America and all that. You know, here's... I said it's a great country. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know how freaking great this country is? How great is this country? I said friggin'. Oh, how friggin' great is this country? Okay. This country is so great. I'll tell you how great it is. You have... Right now, we're in very tumultuous times. Mm-hmm. You have people hating the government. Left hates the right. Right hates the left. People hate the cops. They hate the governments. They hate the cities. They hate each other. They hate exactly. your religion, your race, your creed. Right. Everyone's hating everything. Right. Everyone hates... America, they're burning the American flag. I'll tell you how goddamn great this country is. All these people that are hating won't have leave. the right to do it. Won't leave. 
Oh, yeah. If cool. it's such a terrible country right? that you're mad at everything about it and everything right? in it, there you you're go. still here getting your yep. freedoms and your free stuff through yeah. it or your pursuit of happiness. Exactly. So just just to, I just want to cap that whole thing off about America. We're so horrible that the people who hate us, the people who said they would leave if President Trump became president, which he did, are still here. What does that tell know, you? Right? What does that tell you? Like the movie stars that were like, if Trump is... Oh, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going to Canada. I am moving to a different country. Yeah, well, get out. Well, they still have a United States address. Right. Feel free to leave. I'm just, right? You know, it's just... It's the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, my. <laughs> You're going to steal that from Bruce Almighty. Whatever. <laughs> I do what I want. You do what you want. So, uh, so yeah. There's that. Yeah. So, what's interesting uh, about holiday travel, things like mm-hmm. that, and we just talked about this today. So, recently this week, there has been... We, okay, so we come from Delaware, mm-hmm. no matter what my Facebook page says. I think right now I live in Brazil, according to my Facebook. <laughs> okay. But we're in Delaware. Okay. And Delaware is now on basically the shit list of New oh York, my New God, Jersey. I know. And Philadelphia. Not, <laughs> not Pennsylvania, but Philadelphia. Right. Has, yeah. Have exactly. put us on the hit list if you go there. You must and you come back for ninety six thousand days. You have to do a fourteen day quarantine because Delaware's dirty. Make right. sure you do it. So one is hitless, but I would. Why do we gotta be dirty? <laughs> well, isn't that doesn't that isn't that what it feels like to you it that they're does, saying they're yeah. saying that we have herpes or something? I know. So the thing is, <laughs> if you go to the Delaware beaches right now, mm-hmm. or this weekend, or next weekend, mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna see seventy plus percent of plates from New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. I- Oh my god, that annoys me so much. Just like when we had the quarantine so, here, so, so much. We were able to go down to our spot down at the beach. Yep. And we're driving down a highway, going, "Oh, five out of five cars are from out of state." Exactly. We have a fourteen-day quarantine. Are you guys going to do a fourteen-day quarantine, or are you just here and for a weekend? How do they enforce it? <clears throat> right. Well, that's the thing. How are they going to enforce a fourteen-day quarantine? You can't, though, if right? If you go to another state, unless say we hopped the Commodore Barry and went over to Jersey and just wanted to go get a bushel of tomatoes from the lo- from a local stand, right? And then hop back on the Walt Whitman and come back into, well, okay. So you're going into PA, but. Well, I mean, that's so. But my point is, how, how are they going to know? It, that's the thing. Unless you do some sort of maximum maximum enforcement. And you know, the, the public opinion right now about COVID-19. Right. Is so all over the place that I can't even put my finger on it. All you and I do is we're doing the same thing we've always done. And you know always. why? Because it's the same thing we did before, only add the mask. Right. You know, we don't go anywhere. Now right. when we do go out, which right. is very little, we put right. the mask on. Right. We go, When we go down to our, our campsite, we hang out at the campsite. Exactly. We go out to the store, we put masks on. So, like, it, it, there's no change here for us. Right. But you know what annoys the crap out of me? I'm going to tell you what annoys the crap out of me. The people who 
refuse to wear masks. And that's part of all the public opinions all over the place. Okay, so, look. The government says, the CDC says, you must wear a mask. So just do it for crying out loud. I can't confirm that right now. I don't understand it. I can't confirm that right now. What? If I didn't know you were going to talk about that, I would have looked that up because that's part of the... Well, it's just something I thought of and brought it up. (laughs) Which is what we do here. That's part of the he said, she said. Like, there's some speculation as to Mm. where the CDC is right now. Look, I saw people on TikTok going on and on and on. Oh, well, then it's true. About not wanting to wear a mask. All right, well, then it's true. If you saw it on TikTok, then that's the way it is. and that's what I'm saying, yo. Okay. It's on Mm. the internet. It's got to be true. It has to be true. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so now, yeah, so right now we're like, we're, we're like the, the dirty people right now in Delaware. Yeah, how does that you make know? you feel? Like you want to take a shower? I, yeah, I, I want to get like a shower, like right now. 23 days, <laughs> 23 <laughs> hours out of the 24-hour day? I mean, I don't know, like, other than the masks, I mean, life seems to be semi-normal yeah. around, Yeah. I guess. But you can't... There's going to be people who are totally against it and they think that it's dictatorship with the mask thing. And you can't change their minds. I know someone who believes that there's no such thing as COVID-19. And I I know people that believe that too, but we had a relative who had it and was in the hospital for 90 days. Right. That's pretty valid to me. Uh, yeah. So every time somebody wants to talk about, oh, it's not true, right. I sort of fall back on that. Yeah. Now, I think that there, I think some of the things I'm hearing about how there's a lot of overinflation of the numbers, I am totally believing some of that. Oh, yeah. You because know? if, all right, hospital stays. If someone's in the hospital for a heart attack, it's COVID-19. Right. And that's how it's reported. So, yes, I fully believe that the numbers are severely inflated. And not only that, but they're also saying that the number of cases are exploding. Well, so are the number of people being tested. Right. And that, exactly. So, so if I were to test everyone in the state for IQ, then the number of idiots would go up, right? <laughs> based on the same based on the same theory. Based that on the same so theory. That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. All right, so we're, we're going to cut out here. We're going to take a break. It's the 100th episode of the Joel Mollock Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Happy um, 100. Uh, we'll be back with... Happy 100. Happy 100. Happy <laughs> that makes me feel old in some way. But when we come back, we got more coming up. And later on, a new Wombat of the Week, a new Honor Thy Heroes. If time permits, one last thing. All coming up later on on the program. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back at you right after... This. This. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? 
PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks, to the show. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, and we are here with you on big, big milestone episode number one, zero, zero. zero. Hey, how did you know I was going to do that? Because uh, we're simpatico. We are psycho. That's right. What? No, I didn't say psycho. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Glad you're here. Glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here, too. And... Um, I wanted to... We were just talking about COVID. Right. Did you hear about the guy who... I'm bringing it up now. I don't think we spoke about this. This was in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus... Guy survives coronavirus. Okay? Uh-huh. And here's the thing. Uh, where is it? Oh, this is crazy. You're not supposed to have silence in radio. What is going on with this? <laughs> Michael Floor, the longest hospitalized COVID-19 patient. Okay. How um, long? Wait a minute. What do you mean the longest? How many days was he in there? Because no, because because we know somebody. I want to know how many days it was now. Right. I got to look into that. But anyway, so um, he unexpectedly did not die. I guess he was expected to die, and he didn't. Okay. Um, he was jokingly dubbed the Miracle Child. Now you can call him the million dollar baby. What? 70-year-old Floor who came so close <laughs> to death um in the spring that a night shift nurse held a phone to his ear while his wife and kids said their final goodbyes is recovering from COVID-19. Okay. Um but then he got the bill from uh his healthcare odyssey. The total tab for his bout with coronavirus was $1,122,501.04. What? And the bill they sent him in the mail was 181 pages long. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Like, what kind of insurance do you have? Right? That you're... Because, like... All I got to say is his copay must be really high. Right? Because, like, if I understand insurance right, and I think I do, you have you have what's called an out-of-pocket maximum. Right. And typically when you hit that, for most insurances with, with a high deductible, it's like five grand. Right. I think when you hit that, then the insurance just starts paying everything. Uh, well, apparently not. So, wow. That's crazy. He okay. Here it is, Sharon. Sixty-two days. I want. Oh man, sixty-two days. That's all he was in there for. Right. Well, we have a relative who was in for eighty-nine. Right. So now what? 
your 1.1 million dollar hospital bill right um what's interesting is uh, i think this was it says he was in a swedish medical center in Issaquah. so i have a feeling this wasn't even in the united states right well no i don't think that that is um but it says here just for the charge for his room and intensive care was nine thousand seven hundred and thirty six dollars per day can you what? imagine staying in a hotel for nine thousand dollars oh my a god night? You better be doing more than taking my temperature and uh, my blood pressure, I tell you. So, due to the contagious nature of the virus, the room was sealed and could only be entered by medical workers wearing plastic suits and headgear. For 42 days, he was in the isolation chamber for a total fee of $408,912. Wow. He was also on a mechanical ventilator for 29 days with the use of a machine billed at $2,835 per day for a total of $82,215. And about one quarter of his bill are drug costs. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? (laughs) They charge you uh, $30 for an aspirin. All in all, there were nearly 3,000 itemized charges, about 50 per day. Uh, and it says usually hospitals get paid only a portion of the amount they bill, which is true, um, as most have negotiated discounts with insurance companies. The charges don't include the two weeks of recuperating he did in a rehab facility. Um, and his reaction, he says, I feel guilty about surviving after what? receiving that bill. Can you imagine that? Uh, no, come on. And how can that insurance company feel that charging him that and making him feel feel like that right they should be like is, cheering is okay. his survival i mean come on i would write a check for one cent per month right and send it exactly because i don't think there's a minimum you can't be sent to collections if you're paying something i know month. right i would pay the bare minimum and, and this is coming from a I guy. Agree. This is coming from a guy who I went to a fair one time many years ago. Okay. Uh, a county fair, and everyone was parking on the road because the parking lot was filled. So I parked on the road, mm-hmm. and I came back to the car, and we had a ten dollar parking ticket. What? Yes. So I'm the one who went to the police station or court, whatever it was up there in yeah. Pottstown, mm-hmm. with a Manila envelope with ten dollars and pennies unrolled oh my goodness loose in the envelope and then taped with wide packing tape so it wouldn't break <laughs> open and put that that's awesome took that in and gave it to them and walked that's out awesome so i would definitely pay the bare bare minimum oh my. per month i mean that is a hell of an expense I know. That's I don't know crazy so if that if that is in sweden and again I, you know it sounds like it what would that cost here? And you, I oh, thought like Sweden was one of the countries that had like... Uh, free health care. Yeah, so. like the, the, what do they call it? The uh, free health care, but they call it, uh, you know, the government health care. Yeah. The Medicare for all is what they want to call it here, but um doesn't sound like it. Wow. That is nuts. Well, we're glad to hear that he survived. Yes. And I'm really sorry and he I, has to have survivor's guilt or I was just going to say... I'm devastated to hear he feels that way. You know? That's crazy. That his insurance company makes him feel that way. Right. Mm. So, 
Yeah, so there's that. So what do you got? Show 100. Hit me. <laughs> you catch me in the middle of drinking my water. Yeah, but is that water? <clears throat> it is. Is it? Yes. Okay. Then I suppose it is. And yes, you suppose it is. I guess you just said that, though. Okay, so... um you know, it's funny. We uh, we had pages here from because last week we didn't have we didn't actually have a show. We had a music show. Which I hey, listen. Right. I hope everybody enjoyed the independent music festival we that we did in place yep. of in placeholder yeah. for the holiday. That's what happens to holidays. I mean, we don't even cut a regular <laughs> show because right. you know because because can. <laughs> um. So I did want to discuss. So everybody knows the schedule for the rest of 2020. Okay. So we're in July. Okay. So, so this is going to be news to me because you haven't discussed it with right. me. Right. I'm not sure what's I'm not sure what's on the docket for August. But September is definitely the alien invasion. Wow. Okay, okay. that's what that's what's going on in September 2020. The aliens are coming. Okay. And then uh October and November will be uh the third um wave of COVID. <laughs> okay. Followed by the world ending in tw- in December. Oh. So if you're just wondering what's what's the rest of 2020 has in store. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm placing my money on September. The aliens arriving. Because right now, with all the dumbass stuff going on, right now, they're not coming right now because when the aliens pass by Earth, I'm telling you, they roll their windows up and lock their doors. <laughs> there is no way <laughs> they want to deal with this crap down I here. I hear you. They're looking for intelligent life, not a bunch of dum dums. <laughs> right, not a bunch of dum dums. He says, "Come on, dum dum." <laughs> <laughs> the Jetsons. The Jetsons. Yeah. How about Night at the Museum? Oh well. Oh my God! No, the, the Easter Martian in the Jetsons used to say that. But he didn't say to it George like that. Jetson hey, dum-dum. all the time. Yes, he did. Give me some gum gum dum dum. No. But, no, but... You're a bum-bum, dum-dum. Stop it. Kiss my (laughs) (laughs) bum-bum. That's not what he said? No, nothing like that. But that was the Easter Island statue from Night at the Museum. Yes, yes. However... Can't believe you didn't pick that out. However, the Jetsons had a Martian that followed George around, and he always called George a dum-dum. It's not even right. Well... Right or not, so, that's what it was. It's not George's problem. <laughs> um, so, uh, fireworks. Uh, I wanted to talk about fireworks. Oh, my Lord. I feel so bad for our fur baby, also known as Molly. the alarm system. Also right. known as Molly. Also known as the most famous schnauzer on the internet. Exactly. Uh, but what I want to talk about was, like, and, and this is really weird. And seriously, hit us up on Facebook or somewhere if you have these issues with your fur babies. But Right. So, one of the things that's been crazy about this country in the last couple of weeks is, like, for a week, week and a half leading up to 4th of July, people are setting off fireworks all over the place. I know. And they scare most dogs, including Molly. Right. Now, Molly doesn't just get scared, though. Molly... Looks like she's having strokes. Yeah, and I feel so bad for her. Yeah. She starts shaking so bad that if we put her in the washing machine, 
She would do a real good job washing those clothes. That's how bad she shakes. Yeah, and we have to uh, stop what we're doing. We have to comfort her. We turn yeah. the music up loud or the TV yep. up loud. And we end up just sitting with her. So, like, if you want to try to get something done, uh, that's out the window because you, ha- you, know, you have to console right. the Molly. Right. Now, so, I was thinking today... Um, does this have to do with the fireworks? That maybe, absolutely, that maybe we should contact the gentleman that you interviewed from uh, the Thunder Shirt. The Thunder Shirt, so we can get Molly a Thunder Shirt. Yeah, Say, well, hey, do you <clears throat> remember me? I interviewed you before you. He'll became, be like, absolutely. Just go online and buy it right there. Famous with your thunder shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I interviewed a couple people who were not famous yet. That he was one of them, right? And also, who was the the, the, the people that developed Prevagen for memory loss? Oh, but anyway, that's right. <clears throat> So people, people for now, in Delaware, you're not supposed to set off fireworks. In our community, you're not supposed to have or set off fireworks. Excuse in most me. communities, you're not supposed to set off fireworks or have fireworks. Exactly. But fireworks were going off every night, and then we had to deal with this every night. And then we took a long weekend and went down to the campsite. Right. In a community where it is against the rules to have fireworks. Right. And when I say it sounded like Call of Duty Warzone, I am not exaggerating one iota. not. I felt so bad for Molly. And then so we get home. We come home. We get all the way back up to to the north area. Mm -hmm. Get into town. And a massive thunderstorm lasting three hours. Oh my happens, God, which is the I other know. thing she's af- she's afraid of. So now is thunder exactly. So she's going days and days with this crap. Had a really bad weekend. Then comes home to that, right. and then the next night is trash night. And I'm out there with um. trying to walk her, and a neighbor across the street takes her trash can out to the curb, mm-hmm. and then opens and slams the lid like three times, which no big deal. I didn't think, but she is she, Molly's so shaken up by everything, right? That if a snake farts in Egypt right now, <laughs> she's going to have a stroke. I know. If urban warfare were to break out in the streets, I don't think she'd survive the noise. I know. Because I'm telling you, the campground sounded like we were being invaded. That's a truth, too. And it lasted... I want to say three hours. It was like eleven thirty mi- or midnight yeah. before it even before it yeah. calmed down. And even then, mm-hmm. people were still setting off occasional boom booms. Right. And sometimes the not so loud ones don't bother her. But like the days leading up to us going away for that long break, right. there were people in this complex setting off M eighties, evidenced by the fact that there were. Dozens of spent M80 cartridges all over the basketball courts park. I know. I know. I mean, okay, I can't make you stop doing things because it scares my dog. But someone should be able to enforce you from breaking the rules in the community. I mean... Rules, but nobody will do it. Rules are what keep us civil. Nobody will do it. 
I'm just saying the rules are what keep us civil. I know. You know? But there's those that believe that they're above the rules. And they know that no one um, in the company that, that runs this development will do anything. You know, I've been preaching uh, lately to almost anyone that wants to listen that if you can't be a good person, you should just you should just leave. I mean, if you know, I mean, going back right. a little bit to what we said in the first part, right? And what I'm saying is, if you cannot be a good person, then maybe you should find some place where you can be a nasty person. Yep. You know what I mean? Start your own country. Right. Right. Try doing some of the stuff you're pulling. In other countries. And again, that goes back to, that's why people don't leave here. Right. Because they know that they will they will disappear for, <laughs> for talking and doing things that, like they're doing here right now. Exactly. They will disappear. Their families would never see them again. They'll be just snatched off the street, never to yep. be heard from again yep. in other countries. You know, if you just, just be a good person. Follow rules. Yep. Be civil. Be neighborly. It really, and I've said this before time and time again, I always say this. It takes so much more energy for you to be a mean person. Mm-hmm. It costs you less energy to be nice. Just be a good person. And I have a famous saying, and that is, you get more with honey than you do vinegar. That is true. But if it's pickle brine, do pickle brine, then I'm going for the vinegar. <laughs> oh my lord I'm sorry uh, so alright so coming up we have a new Honor Thy Heroes segment we have a new Wombat of the Week for you if time permits we're going to do one last thing all coming up in the, in, the, in the next segment the 100th episode of the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon Yay. and it's pretty much that time I guess is it? yeah where you have to you, you say goodnight Sharon Good night, Sharon. See? There you go. You said it. All right. Um, so for the rest of you, other than Sharon, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you out on a really quick break, and then I'll be back to wrap up the show with the last stretch right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the show, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. It's the third stretch of the show, the final segment. And during this time, we do a couple of different things, one being the Honor Thy Hero segment and the Wombat of the Week segment. And if time permits, we will get to one last thing. 
Um, as we go through, in case you're a new listener to the show, we'll let you know how you can get involved in these segments because we'd like to hear from the listener uh, in both the Wombat of the Week and the Honor Thy Heroes. You can participate by getting us material that we need for the program. So in typical fashion, we'll start with the Wombat of the Week. And this week, uh, we want to talk about, I'm sure you probably heard about this because we were off for a week, so... You know, this has probably already made the rounds everywhere. But we want to talk about these young people that were caught throwing COVID-19 parties in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where they were gathering people together, and in most cases they were inviting a definite person they knew was positive for COVID-19. And then they would place bets to see who would catch uh, COVID nineteen first of those not infected. In other words, uh, they were taking they were they were putting together pools of money, and the money was given to the first person to test positive. This is idiotic. It, uh, worse than wombat. This is idiotic. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you intentionally put yourself at risk with something like this? I just don't understand it. Um. So, uh, you know, according to CNN, they said they thought it was a rumor at first, and they did some research, um, and they said doctors confirmed it, the state confirmed it, everyone had the same information. Um, It's irresponsible, um, and this is why. It's been said before and before. There are a lot of people who are asymptomatic. They may have it and not know it. But here's the thing. You're a young person. You're feeling, you know, young and dumb and strong. Mostly dumb. And you go to one of these parties. You get it. You don't know you have it because you don't have any symptoms. So you don't get tested. And then you go visit grandma. Little old grandma. Can't wait to see you. Big kisses. Big hug. Grandma dies. It is so irresponsible to do that. Completely and utterly irresponsible. Uh, The organizers of the COVID-19 parties would sell tickets and the first to report a positive test result would then collect the money made. It's believed that the people attending the parties were college students, but their identities have not been revealed. So, if there was, and there are, not on this show, but there are things that are worse than being a wombat of the week. And this would definitely fall into that. Pick your poison. Pick your level of stupidity factor and go ahead and, and, and call it that. But we'll call it the wombat of the week for now. Because that's, uh, that's what they are. Everyone who's organizing these things, doing these things, collecting money for these things, taking the payout for these things, all of you. I don't have enough crowns to go around, but you're all a bunch of wombats this week, and so you all have to share the title and the bragging rights, if that's what you want to call it. You're all a bunch of wombats of the week. This is craziness. 
You know, we have more than 2.7 million cases of the coronavirus. More than 130,000 people died from this thing. Inflated numbers or not, still high numbers. There's still been a lot of death and turmoil. And why do young people just take that stuff with a stride? I mean, I can't speak for everybody. I know I wasn't like that. You know, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't never, ever, I can honestly say never, ever have I ever participated in stupid junk. Just to be stupid. And maybe that's why I was always more mature for my age. Because I didn't, like, you know, yeah, I mean, I screwed around, you know, goofed off and all, but not in irresponsible ways. Now, if you want to submit a story for the Wombat of the Week, or you want to submit a hero, <clears throat> excuse me, everyday people doing extraordinary things for their common man or woman. You can submit these links to the news stories to us by email on joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or send it to us in a message on Facebook at JM Talk. I like seriously did not bring a drink over and I seriously have an issue trying to clear my throat. But you can submit these stories because we can always use them. Wombat of the week, stupid people doing stupid things and wind up in the news. Honor thy heroes, incredible everyday people doing incredible things. Send us those stories and they could be on the air. And uh, so one of our more popular segments, actually, one by the weekend, Honor Thy Heroes, both very popular segments. But Honor Thy Heroes is where we honor people who are deserving of such a title. And we want to this week... Everything seems to be COVID, right? There's so much stuff. It's been hard for us to steer away from COVID-19 since this all started. It's like almost everything we talk about, you know, wombats and heroes, always surrounded by the backdrop of COVID. And our hero is no different. We want to talk about a 45-year-old woman... Uh, whose name is uh, Brenner. I have her name here somewhere. Where did it go? See, this is what happens. This is what happens when your papers get messed up. And this is also what happens when your websites don't want to agree with you. Um, I want to say it's Michelle Brenner. And I am waiting for that. This is terrible. Yes, Michelle Brenner. Now, she was laid off from her job at a retail outlet, a, a menswear store, um, as a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people were laid off and a lot of things like this happened during the COVID-19 pandemic. And she fell victim to that. Now, someone loses their job amid a, uh, a pandemic, you would think that, you know, uh, it, it would be, Saddening, and it is. 
but a lot of people I think would like before they pick themselves up again, they would they would wallow in their self pity. And uh, even me. But what she did is she turned that into something else. She offered to go grocery shopping for some friends and was dismayed that they had added frozen lasagnas to their list. So it was then that she realized that she could put some smiles on some faces in her hometown of Gig Harbor, Washington. So she posted on Facebook letting her friends and neighbors know that she could whip up some homemade goodness for them. All they had to do was ask and come by to pick it up. She received her $1,200 government stimulus check and used all of it to buy the ingredients to make lasagna for people. Um, So a retired neighbor and another friend who was unemployed were the first to take her up on her offer. Before long, she had strangers who heard about her kindness starting to stop by. Three months passed, and she's still making lasagna eight hours a day, seven days a week. She's made over 1,200 pans of lasagna, no questions asked, for anybody who wants it. And she even began dropping them off for essential workers at the local police and fire departments, the hospital, and even at the prison. Imagine that. Imagine somebody being laid off in their job because of the pandemic. The uncertainty of what's going to happen. But instead turns around and starts doing this kind of charity work. Like, these are the kinds of people in the stories that we really... You know, Sharon and I really like seeing these kinds of stories coming out of the negativity of COVID-19 and the pandemic and the lockdowns and things like that. This is, this is, exactly, this is exactly what you need is to see people doing this. Um, so the Gig Harbor Sportsman's Club offered the use of their huge kitchen in the clubhouse. They kind of saw what was going on. They have a commercial kitchen that's not being used because of COVID. And so the club's president said that um, she takes very, very good care of the kitchen um, and takes very good care of every lasagna that she puts out. So in order to scale up the operation, she set up a fundraiser on Facebook to support the work. And before long, she had raised more than $20,000 from strangers on Facebook from everywhere in the world. And she says that those donations enable her to continue and should enable her to continue for several months cooking and donating lasagna. Like, lasagna is not a food you think people would just whip up and donate, you know? (laughs) Usually it's something that feeds a lot. Now, lasagna will feed a lot of people. A tray of lasagna can go a long way. But when I think of... I come from a big family. I have a pretty good sized family and we uh used to throw big annual parties for the huge family so we're used to cooking and so when we think about oh okay we gotta we need something and we always say this cheap and plentiful and you know it's like it's, it's pasta or or like a slow cooker mac and cheese or let's just put on a giant crock of chili always cheap and plentiful how can i get away with doing it as cheap as possible and have the most as, uh, that, that i can get and they're usually the two factors you know but she'll be able to continue doing this for several months she says um she does expect that she'll be able to get back to work at some point but even when that happens she says she's going to continue making her pasta dishes from her grandmother's recipe 
and she said that she could easily continue doing that for the rest of her life. So, Michelle Brenner, this is the kind of story that we'd love to hear. And that's why this week you're chosen to be Honor Thy Heroes because you're doing this for people that need it. And it doesn't, you know, and what's interesting about this is it, it doesn't have to be people who need it because, uh, you know, they're, they're poor, they're destitute, they're on welfare, they can't afford food. You're just doing it. Somebody asks you and says, hey, I'd like to have a lasagna. Boom, you're doing it. All walks of life, essential employees, strangers, no matter what. And because of what you did, you garnered a lot of support, which is awesome for your cause. And now I'm hungry for some lasagna, but <laughs> notwithstanding, you are our choice for Honor Thy Heroes this week on the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. So we want to thank you for your service to what you're doing for anyone who asks. This is amazing stuff you're doing. We thank you for doing that. Because it's people like you that restores our faith in humanity. And we want to say keep up the good work and we're happy to uh, uh, publicize what you're doing and broadcast it to the world and to the masses. So very good. Michelle Brenner uh, from uh, Gig Harbor, Washington. Love the name of the town too. Uh, You are our Honor Thy Hero recipient this week. So there's that. Remember, Radio at gmail.com or Facebook. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us a link for your choice for the Honor Thy Hero recipient. That easy. It is that easy. Okay. I have a little bit of time left for one last thing. And it is sort of repetitive. And it also is going to piggyback a little bit on, a, on some previous conversation on today's 100th episode. But I'm seeing on the back roads around our area trash being dumped. Not furniture. Not tires. Trash. And when I say tossed, I mean the bags are laying on the side of the road busted open. So they either broke open when they got tossed or, of course, I'm sure animals are breaking into them. What, I, really, what kind of nasty person throws their trash out on the side of the road? I mean, listen, if you live in an apartment, you have a dumpster. Okay? Almost any other situation, you have trash night. I mean, there's always a place to put trash. And I don't understand, and I said this before, and it really baffles me. I am completely and utterly baffled as to how you see fit that instead of putting your trash in the proper refuse bin or dumpster, depending on where you live, I mean, this, these aren't homeless people chucking six, eight, ten, twelve bags on the side of the road, boxes, cardboard boxes of garbage. Somebody's doing this, and you're doing this instead of just putting it in your own damn trash, you filthy animals. It goes back to being a good person. It goes back to that. You know? Everyone's not your servants. 
You have to clean up after yourself. Only asking you to be a good person. I don't think it's much to ask. Maybe apparently it is, and maybe I should shut up about it. But I can't. Because I'm on this kick right now where I think if you're not a good person, I don't like want to be around you. You know, if you just can't love one another, get along with each other, do the right thing, you know, follow the rules. Like, I don't want to be, I can't, I can't hang out with you. Like, I don't want to know you if you're like that. And that's horrible because I'm a very friendly person. Sharon and I you just love almost everybody. But these are the kind of people we can't wrap our minds around anymore. You know? How much energy did it take to transport that trash somewhere so you can toss it out in the road? It's unbelievable. Just asking you to be a good person. That's all. Listen, we want to thank everybody. It's been uh, uh, great hitting the milestone 100. And we've done more than 100 shows. You know, because shows, the special holiday shows don't count. You know, so we've done a little more than 100 shows. But 100th normal, (laughs) like anything around here is normal. 100th normal episode. We thank everybody that listens to the program, that talks about us, that tells our friends about us. Subscribe to it. We thank everybody. And we can't wait for the next 100 shows. Uh, Time flies when you're having fun, and we do have a lot of fun, and we thank everybody. So I want to thank everybody on behalf of both of us for tuning in and listening to the 100th episode. And uh, remember, the website is www.jmtalk.net. And you can also reach us at TikTok and Facebook, at JM Talk, and Twitter and Instagram, JM Talk Radio. That's the social media way to get all of us. Please subscribe to the show. If you like it, tell other people about it. If you have any issues, drop us a line. We'll be happy to hear from you. Catch up with us on Facebook. I know there hasn't been a lot of posting. We've been very busy uh, with uh, you know our th- things like going on outside the show. So uh, we do need to catch up on Facebook and the websites and all that, and we will. Um, But in the meantime, um, check back again next week as we embark on the next milestone, and we'll get that going next week on the podcast. New episodes drop every Sunday. In the meantime, be good to one another, and just, as we said, be kind and be a good person. And we're out of here. I'm out of here. And Sharon and I will catch you next week. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs)